What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Old Fashioned Work and Whiskey, an old-fashioned podcast brought to you by a couple of old-fashioned guys enjoying old fashions. We are in studio, as always, myself, Jason Courtney, the host, my friend and counterpart, Mr. Olin Hyde. Is the day going well for you? It has been productive so far this morning. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. And I'm great. (laughs) Good, Cody. Good. (laughs) Well, here we are with another episode of Old Fashioned Working Whiskey, and we are imbibing word brought to you courtesy of my good friend, Dr. Hyde, which means drinking for all you simple folks like me. I'm happy to help expand your vocabulary, sir. Whatever. I hit you with one this morning. You try to call me out and I busted it. You still probably don't know the definition. I don't need to know the definition. I don't know the definition of imbibe, but I know what it means. Like I can use it. Yeah. So we're imbibing <laughs> some whistle pig, single barrel rye aged 10 years. This thing is stout. 119 proof. 118.9. I round up. Oof. It's going to be strong. Here we go, sir. But for that proof, very smooth. Very smooth. This one, uh, it's going to sneak up on you during this episode. I might be drunk. <laughs> <laughs> mm. All right. Oh, look, there we go. Where do we get this from? Do you even remember? No. I just find bottles and buy them. I would say we have a lot of bottles up there. and I think I got it from the ABC liquor store in Destin. I think I went over there and they had it. And it was reasonably priced. I want to say like 88 bucks or something. That's not bad for a 10-year. Yeah, no. I thought it was pretty, pretty good. All right, so I got to say, I'm, Whistle Pig's one of my top brands. We need those Whistle Piglets back. Those things were phenomenal. So they're releasing a special pour spout for the 4th of July. Uh-huh. It's a their pig logo, but he has a Uncle Sam hat on top. Nice. <laughs> we'll be on the lookout. You guys should, too. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about restructuring or deconstructing to reconstruct so would you even dare say build back better (laughs) i am not going there with you because this is a podcast listened to by many people from all over with different political views and different i'm just not going there with you so good try way to poke the bear but i have finally at 34 years of age risen above the need to speak on every matter that comes across my desk so oh, that would be impressive sir I'm, i gotta say if you can't you're not biting i'm i'm, I'm proud of you <laughs> he said if you're not biting i'm uh, proud of you <laughs> oh goodness sorry folks uh <laughs> We are enjoying the day, as you can tell, but we are going to talk about deconstructing and rebuilding to firm up our foundation. So I know everybody listening thinks that we just run the most perfect business, right? Matt, Ola, and I, we just, we're flawless. We execute on everything perfectly. We don't make mistakes and we never have to uh, take a step back, take steps forward. But I know You guys believe that it's not true. I'm just going to tell you today. It's not true. We do make mistakes. We do have to step back sometimes to make steps forward. So don't try to be just like us, except that we own that and we try to get better. Right. 
So yeah, we do make mistakes. Sometimes more mistakes than we make successes. But I think overall we have more successes than mistakes. Um, so we had uh, our eyes open while Casey was on maternity. So Casey is our uh, do it all. I don't even know. She should just be like the chief do everything officer because she just is excellent. At She's execution. like uh, the CEO. Chief executing officer. You got it. Nailed yeah. it. Yeah, she is. She executes <laughs> so well. She gets such, I mean, things are done faster than you can. You're still telling her what you want done. She's yesterday, like, Here you go. yesterday, it's like 430. I send her an invoice and I'm like, hey, I'm going to get need to get this printed out of this account, blah, blah, blah. And so I send it to her and you had come in and we were chit chatting. And like two minutes later, if that she walks down and hands me the check and I was like, you are too efficient. Like you are efficient as all get out. Like I was expecting to come down and have a little quick chit chat and nope. She just printed it and brought it down to me. Yeah. So while she was gone on maternity for three months, we recognized there were a little bit of, uh, gaps that needed to be filled. And, uh, we had a temp in here that really helped open our eyes to the need for quality. Um, so Joe, who we've mentioned on the podcast before, was was up front, and then she took the hiring role, and she's actually going to be stepping out of Office Pride in the next month or two to be focused on scooters and the uh, the coffee business that we're launching, hopefully September, uh, God willing, and the creek don't rise, and, and Amanda Hillegas doesn't take off any more <laughs> days of PTO. She doesn't. Well, what minute are we she at? doesn't listen to this podcast, and I really don't <laughs> care because by the time it comes out, we'll have already closed on the SBA loan. So, short of a defamation suit, um, we don't have to worry about anything. Um, <clears throat> so, we uh, we're going to be looking for an office administrator and a hiring manager slash recruiter, and we're really focusing on bringing in some quality. So, we hired. We made an offer for our office administrator. By the time this comes out, she'll have at least a couple weeks under her belt. Yep. And uh, we're excited to see that. And now we're looking for a, a recruiter slash hiring manager to come in and do the the day-to-day hiring of cleaners, supervisors, um, just different roles in our company. And we realize, like, we can go bare minimum and get by, but then we're a little more heavily involved. And I think that's what show came out through her maternity leave more than anything else, because first like her absence was already felt. But then when you coupled that with, we had a a second opening that just compounded it. And so we brought a temp in because our thoughts were, it's not a high level job. Like it's the receptionist area and you know, anybody with some decent personal skills and everything (laughs) else, right. Can just sit down and crush this job. And what our temp made us realize is, no, we need a little bit more horsepower than just your entry level telephone answerer. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's where we're going. We've got somebody with several years of experience in administration and uh, was even an executive assistant. And so she brings a little more horsepower. I mean, we had an interview and I was blown away at some of the things she, she knew about our company already. Some of the tricks of the trade, like, I don't know if this is true. This is what she's told me and she's going to set it up for me when she starts. <laughs> you can get your email to make different notifications based on who emails you. Probably, but here's the truth of that matter. 
That requires some time and effort to set up. Which she's going to have some of. Right. But you and I. Right. But I was like, holy cow, that's so cool. Then I could ignore a certain, like, I have some that are just like, oh, I'll get to it later. Like I've. But that's not going to fix your addiction. No, but it will help me to like, if I'm working diligently on something and I hear the, oh, this one doesn't matter ding. I don't have to check it. If it's the, oh, this is somebody that could be important. Then I'll look at it. Yeah. Right. I think that'll help me. And it's just really cool to say, yeah, I get different notifications based on who's email. I don't know if you remember this, but our crackberries used to have. Oh, I miss them. Yeah. You could set like a special ringtone for anything almost. For sure. Yeah. And I think I did. I think I used to have time back then and would do that kind of stuff. So, but we realized, like you said, we need some more horsepower. And so literally we're having to start over from scratch up front. Um, nobody's sitting up there right now. We've been, you know, We've got a doorbell dinger that goes off when the door opens. And depending on who's at lunch and who's here, we walk up front and sometimes hey, can we us. help you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes you get four people helping you and it's like, Oh, sorry. We didn't mean to attack you like this, but <laughs> it's a, uh, it's helped us to realize that we need somebody a little bit stronger to help move us a little bit further. And because as we, so we're in seven years right now, uh, mm-hmm. August, August will make seven years. <clears throat> I think, Maybe two of our office administrators outside of KC during that time ever had enough oomph to get us to where we are now. Um, so I think if we want to get further, then we have to hire somebody with some qualifications. And I think that's what we realized. Yeah. Having a temp that we've got some big goals and s- some things we really want to be able to push forward. And what we realized through that time frame was we were more or less, we were treading water waiting for KC to come back. Yes. And you know, there were several times where we had conversations with Joe, where she was pinch hitting for us in several different positions and she was getting stressed. Cause she was like, well, I've got to get it all the way to Z and we're like, Hey, just get it to B and we'll worry about that when KC gets back. And Really, it wasn't fair to Joe. It's not fair to KC because then she walks into a mess and she has been fantastic at just getting it squared away and not really complaining about it. But I mean, if we want to be the company that we want to be, then we have to find resources that allow us to be that company, not just limp along while one person's out of the office. It's just like with us, with us not wanting to be in the office as much, we have to find operations and sales and and administration that can handle the load that we carry when we're not here. And Mm -hmm. I think we've realized now that by bringing in people that are stronger than the person that was, that left, we can continue to grow. Right. So the predecessor, like Casey sat in that role and we brought in somebody that was solid, right? Bree, if we still had her, we could have added a lot of responsibilities to her she left to go to a job that had some better benefits and that's, that's fine. We still miss her. We still talk to her, mm-hmm. still have a good relationship with her. But now the next person that we brought in was a little under Brie, right? And instead we should find the person above. So we're going to go back to yeah. KC as the level and we're going to bring in somebody that's at KC's level or above and execute there because that gives us more bandwidth, right? To achieve our goals. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We, you know, I joked with you right before Casey came back. I was like, if we had one more of her, like we could conquer the world. (laughs) Yeah. If there were two Casey's on the planet, 
there's nothing that couldn't get done. Yeah, we. I mean, all these goals we have of, well, we need to do this and we need to get this done and blah, blah, blah. Like, all that would just be executed. Can you imagine if we could get a KC in operations? I mean, there wouldn't be things falling through the cracks, for sure. The posters would have been up inside of a week. <laughs> Complaints would never be open beyond the due date. Oh, I don't know that they'd be open past four or five hours. <laughs> like you said, she printed a check inside of three minutes and had it for you to sign. Like, yeah, <laughs> complaint. I'm there. Gone. Like, yeah, she, the ink didn't even dry on the paper before she was out the door. Like, might have smudged. She's not going to know what oh, the complaint you quit? was. I'm typing it on Trello right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it would probably be stressful, but awesome to have that kind of execution there. So. We we will sometimes take a step back to take a step forward. And sometimes it doesn't happen as we plan. Like, I don't think we plan to do all of this at one time, right? Yeah, and, and in the notes here, which Jason actually typed up notes, everybody. Um, You're welcome. Which he's been doing. I got to get you. You've I'm done trying. several episodes worth. I'm trying. Yeah. Uh, he only says, you know, we're trying to fill two positions, but that's not the truth. We really are trying to fill three key positions because the operation side also has a critical opening. Yeah. I, try and, I I just separate those because operational. <laughs> so I just knocked over our bottle from our last episode. It didn't break. We're good. Oh. We still got the old-fashioned working whiskey by billet and barrels or barrels and billet. All right. Yeah. And but you know, that's the the whole thing, right? It's it was an opportunity for us to to step back and reevaluate like what do we want and need in these positions to help us move forward, right? Yeah, and I think we're going to talk about that on an, on an episode in the coming weeks is is kind of refocusing or repurposing um, yeah. assets, goals, strategies. Is that is that sure, Bush? That that is a <laughs> that is a word. I got to hear him speak. You were there. Yeah, I was yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah. we were, we were both sad we didn't get to actually go up and meet him. Yeah, Todd did though. Yeah, he left us out to dry on that one. Well, I mean, it's kind of probably not. You got to throw. You got to pull a lot of strings to. Meet oh yeah, the we definitely president of the United States submit any background check information or any of that. Yeah, I'm sure and they still do that. I'm gonna let you know if you looked then like you do now. They probably wouldn't let you in the room to hear him speak. I do not have a terrorist beard, sir. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a west virginian beard but definitely not a terrorist beard <laughs> you wouldn't have thrown a shoe at him while he was talking i mean only if he besmirched my wife no and then I'd, i hope i had these shoes on my those clicky, are, one, those are my the ones clicky, that clicky, set off shoes. the uh, tsa alarm. they are yeah, yeah these are the ones <laughs> got the, the nails the little and, brads yeah. in there yeah so, so we digress a little bit, but so sometimes we have to, you know, blow things up. You know? Well, and, uh, you know, specifically it's, we've used horticulture a lot on here and I think you were trying to use that example here, but I'll help you tie it together. Right. Sometimes you get a garden planted and everything. I mean, we moved into our house and part of Santa Rosa County's code is that the builder has to plant certain landscaping. Well, we bought our house and the landscaping was there. And for most people, that's sufficient. Mm -hmm. Me, I'm most people, by the way. Yeah. I want as little responsibility out there as They're possible. Like, they planted it. It's fine. I don't need to do any more work on it. But then Heather and I move in and we're like, what the hell were they thinking? 
<laughs> this this is the worst flower bed ever. And we rip literally everything up out of the flower bed. We keep a few plants, but we move them around. The rest went down by the curb and we went to Home Depot and we bought a whole bunch of new plants that we wanted in the flower bed. And so we just completely redid it's the whole thing. definitely your taste, though, because like I pulled up last week to get a key to go clean and uh, I'm like. This flower bed is a little chaotic. Oh, for sure. Right now, weeds are. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like weeds right old, now are there's crazy. There's old driftwood. There was, I feel like there was a stump in the middle of it. Like, there, I was just like, this is, this is a little much for me. I'm a little stressed right now looking at this flower bed. And there was a section that she had planted some herbs and spices that um, anytime you plant mint, it goes crazy. And so she planted mint and oregano 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 up yeah. front it's like caramel and caramel like glover and glover yeah uh, <laughs> i've heard it both ways um sure go. <laughs> so that part especially to me has always been stressful but because it gets crazy yeah i like simple yeah like but, I'm probably going to, so I'm, I'm in the process of building a house. What are the ones that you don't have, like you can just sit on your desk and they live forever? The air plants? Yeah. The, is there a terminology or are they just air plants? I thought, I feel like there's. Are you talking about the plastic ones? No. Because oh, those are called fake plants yeah, and they, they live forever. No, I, I don't know. I, I felt like there was a special term that I, I had ordered one and it's, I think it's still live on my desk. I can't find it right now because <laughs> my desk is a mess. But uh, if we find it, we'll report back <laughs> Yeah, what it is. But yeah, I'm going to be putting those in there. I might just do fake plants. Like I might see if I can get the contractor to pour a thin bed of concrete and then put the mulch so I don't have to worry about weeds and then like put fake plants in the mulch. You're going to go buy like one of those fake ficus trees and yeah. <laughs> Is that not the greatest idea ever? It's like zero main. I just have to come out and rinse, rinse it down from mold once in a while. Yeah. Maybe every few years, once it's sun bleached, buy a new one. Yeah. That would be much better than having to go out every freaking week and try to weed. weed. Yeah, it's 110 degrees say, out there. I can there. tell you right now, we're not weeding. Yeah, no. And now it's going to look like crap. And you're like, oh, it's going to look like that until it cools off, which may be never in Florida. Yeah. It's literally scorch earth land right now. Yeah, we went from it's pleasant to, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Honey, turn down the air. Yeah. Yeah. And equally in our backyard. So we moved in and the builders, it was not Jeez. allowed to clear up to a certain point. Understandable, but they also bring in all this dirt. And so they pile this dirt up right to the line. And then it's like a cliff in old woods. And so we had some trees and things that were back there. And so we came in and we're like, we want, this is not how we want our backyard. And so we just came in and just like cleared it all of it, except one uh, live Oak tree that we had back there. We cut everything else down, burned it, brought in dirt, resodded it. And so we just, completely redid the whole thing. And now we love our backyard and it is much nicer now than when it first started. Yeah, it was, <laughs> you were like, is it that was, safe for the kids? So I'm not joking. <laughs> now, now you guys got to remember this was what, five years ago Four. Yeah. four. So he bought like a $300,000 house, which back then I was like, Holy cow. Like I bought a $120,000 house and was a little worried about it. And, <laughs> They were on a different level back then. I'm on a different level now. Like we all go through stages in life, right? So they got this beautiful house and 
I still just gonna, I'm going to tell the story because I like to tell it. Your wife, when we were moving in, set the box down at the garage door and pushed it all the way across the floor. First day. Like, I haven't even slept in the house yet. Yeah, we're literally moving boxes in, and she sets the box down and pushes it across the, the new vinyl floor and scratches it the whole way and goes, that'll buff out, right? <laughs> That is my favorite story. It had nothing to do with where we were going. I just yeah. like to tell that story. But it has this beautiful house, five bedroom, three bath, two car garage, right next to a gated subdivision in one of the more pristine subdivisions in Pace. Yeah. You know, very well to do area, you know, bougie, if you might say. Well, we kind of got a raise you, from moving from Tampa, but yeah. Until you walk out the back door and then you were like, am I in East Milton? <laughs> like Olin's, Olin's yard from the trailer park growing up was a little nicer than his backyard yeah. when he first moved in. It was it was hectic back there with the way they left it. Um, you could literally walk almost over the privacy fence into the private school that butted up against your. And their fence on that backside was also terrible. At Rickety that time. at best. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause nobody was living back there at yeah. the time when they yeah. built it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, but it was intentional. You guys got to work on it. You fixed it and it took intentionality, but you had to, you had to get rid of some stuff. You had to, you know, I think about like we had to chop some trees, the forestry there. department. And they, they go through into a prescribed burn. Now, they suck at it in Baghdad. Don't ever recommend. <laughs> They've had several wildfires up there. <laughs> yeah, during prescribed burns because they do it on the windiest days of the year. Can't figure it out. But, you know, you do that prescribed burn. You get rid of all that junk. And that's kind of what we've done. Like, some of it was with intention of upgrading. And some of it was, like, you know, moving Joe to scooters, which we're thrilled for her for. But it's yeah. going to leave us with an opening. But we're going to take this opportunity to find the right person and not just take the easy way out and say, oh, we're going to stick this person over here. Yeah. Right. So we're, we're being intentional so that we can have a better bandwidth with hiring so we can have a firmer foundation in the office so that we don't feel like right now you or I have to be very involved in the hiring process whether yeah. it's for supervisors or floor techs, anything outside of cleaner, you or I are actively involved in. And we're hoping and planning with this next person that doesn't have to be the case. Yeah. And, and it's uncomfortable. You know, it's, it takes some work. Like it's way easier to just move into the house and leave everything like it was. It, it, it takes a lot more work to rip things up and cut trees down and, and redo everything. But the short-term discomfort pays off in the long-term. And that and that's what we're looking for. Highly recommend a book called Built to Sell. It's about a guy that hates working in the business that he owns. And then this guy starts coaching him on how to build this business to sell. And he ends up falling back in love with it. And it reminds me, Chris Middleton, who's been on the show before, uh, several uh, episodes, and then a, a, a dear friend of ours, for whatever reason, when we live in houses, we just live in it and deal with it. And then like right before we're ready to move, we like fix it all up so we can sell it for more. Mm -hmm. And then you like kind of fall in love with it again. You're like, oh, I kind of don't want to leave. <laughs> right. Like I think about you guys in Tampa. You had bought that beautiful house that had the mother-in-law suite downstairs. You had kind of worked on it a little bit, but then when you were getting ready to sell, you're like, oh, we need to replace the cabinets in the kitchen. You resurfaced the stairs and put treads down and you did all these things. You're like, oh, wow, this is really nice. Yeah. 
It's like, oh, now it's time to sell. It's like, quit waiting until you're going to leave. Like, enjoy it now. So that's what we're yeah. going to do. We're going to go through a little discomfort of putting treads on stairs. We're going to work after we get off work, and we're going to do the right thing to make it enjoyable and and give us the best possible outcome. Absolutely. So, guys, it's okay to cut down some trees. It's okay to yell timber. It's okay to just start over and build back better and stronger with a firmer foundation. We appreciate everybody joining in with us on Old Fashioned Work and Whiskey. It's been our pleasure to bring this to you. We look forward to talking to you next time. Old Fashioned Work and Whiskey, out. This message has been paid for is brought to you by Old Fashioned Work and Whiskey, hosted by Jason Courtney and Olin Hyde. Thank you for listening. We appreciate your audience.